0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Alright, Jimmy out along with Randy McKay as we get out his best bets. Five of the last six weeks. He's gone two and well. Those damn Saints, Randy, you got to leave them alone, baby. You got to, they are, uh, it's unreal. Uh, The last three years, they are uh, below 500 uh, at home and better on the road. So, used to be an unbeatable place at the Superdome for Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Those guys are gone, uh, to say the least. So, let's get right to it and let's go to this game uh, in Buffalo. Buffalo looking to bounce back. Almost stole it uh, last week. With a, um, you know, with a couple of touchdowns, two-point conversion, but Matt Jones goes the length of the field uh, against Buffalo. You wonder about those defensive injuries if it's taking its toll on this proud team. Tampa Bay uh, loses a close win, probably should not have been that close as Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, cross the goal line first before you start easing up, so that would be nice and uh, a bunch of turnovers uh, inside the uh, 10-yard line there, two at the one. Buffalo's eight and a half point
1: favorites at
0: home here against the Buccaneers
1: yeah and before we get started here I'm gonna add a little bit to the viewers here you know you put out that tweet every Sunday morning I'm gonna put my look I'm gonna put what I have on my card every Sunday on that uh, tweet as well so you get the bonus you get these three plays plus a bonus because I had a good week. I probably would have steered you maybe off this uh, Green Bay game that I had last week. So, uh, because the injury report there wasn't great, even though they got Aaron Jones back, I Mm -hmm. probably would have steered, you know, maybe some betters away from that game because it did get kind of coin flippy. And the uh, plus, you know, I did get there with the plus four with the comeback that I had on the look ahead, but uh, all right, so I cleaned that up a little bit. I'm going to talk a little bit about look-ahead lines. You know, this is kind of where you got to look at your preseason, you know, where where these look-ahead lines were for the season. In this game here, I'm kind of going against it a little bit with the Buffalo injuries. The look-ahead line here before the season started was plus 11 on Tampa Bay. Everybody thought Tampa Bay was just going to be a doormat. Not a great team. Still don't know if they're a playoff team are going to contend for that a of, or that NFC South. We'll see what happens here, but anytime I can get I can get uh a touchdown or more underdog here with this Bills team. I'm going to go against them. I went against them last week. There's here's what I'm talking about. Had went with New England again, you know, and they got there this time. And I think this team's a fade pretty much the whole season with their defensive injuries. You know, not only injuries on all three parts of the defense, now you add Ed Oliver to that. You have the two whites, the one on the defensive tackle, the cornerback, and then the captain, Milano. This team hasn't adjusted on defense. A normal Bills team would have stopped Mac Jones or probably not even been in trouble there to win that game at the end. And you're seeing on offense, them banged up a little bit as well, losing Knox. You got uh, Josh Allen's even rumored to be a little bit banged up. Might not be the dual threat he was, and we've seen this when he just plays from the pocket, isn't scrambling, running around. Not the same player. You know, we got a we got a veteran defense who you can't run against here. This uh, Tampa team prides itself you know Atlanta did have a little bit of success on the ground Ritter had a pretty good game in the air he just fumbled the ball otherwise that game would have been a blowout and uh but uh I like uh the matchup here with Mayfield getting some time you got veteran wide receivers and I mean the short or short week usually favors the home team I don't think it does here with Buffalo coming off that uh Coming off that late loss where they had to spend a bunch of en- energy there at the end, I'm going to take the points here, and I think there's some value here with Tampa Bay.
0: All right, Tampa Bay plus the 8.5 with the points there. I do have to ask you, though, Randy, this is not one of your picks, but the way New England went up and down the field, the, I'm, I'm – I'm thinking that you're thinking that that's more Buffalo's injuries piling up on them and not new England has everything fixed, uh, with their offensive issues. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely not. We see, okay. uh, you know, hopefully they maybe get it going a little bit with the uh, O'Brien's, you know, they had a new offensive coordinator, O'Brien came in, but, uh, you know, Mac Jones played a clean game for a change and, uh, hopefully that leads them forward. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's New England's offense anymore. Okay. It's more Buffalo's defense here.
0: All right, just make it, uh, sure there we're on the uh, to clarify uh, that. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 at same-game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. That's brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. All right, uh, Cincinnati and San Francisco. San Francisco get bruised up in the Midwest there in Cleveland and Minnesota. They come back home now and are five-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals coming off of that buy that a lot of Bengals fans have been looking at for so long to try and sort of as a get-right-get-healthy spot for their uh, prize quarterback, Joe Burrow. Again, 49ers here, five and a half over the Bengals.
1: All right, we have a Cincinnati team coming off a bye. There's six teams coming off a bye, so make sure you make notes of all that. I could name all six if you want me to, but uh, we got Cincinnati here. The Mm look-ahead line in this was plus, uh, plus one, so now we're getting plus five and a half. Injuries for Cincinnati, pretty clean injury report, not too many big ones. And uh, and hopefully the offensive line improves to be good enough on the road here against this San Francisco team who we've seen getting banged up, losing star players, especially on offense. Trent Williams, not going to play probably. Debo Samuel out. Christian McCaffrey, a little banged up. We didn't see, you know. He had a decent game last night. Not a great game on a McCaffrey. Of course, that had a lot to do with their offensive line injuries there. And we've seen a little uh, shaky purdy in his last couple outings. You know, that uh, crowd noise. I've been to that dome, very loud, very hard to play when they get them horns blowing. You know, we've seen them struggle with them throws, and uh, the Vikings got a nice win there, which could be an improving team if they get their guys back. But uh, the, we'll look at them in, an, in another situation. This is a little tough for them and against at Green Bay, but they, they might be able to pull that game off. But as far as the San Fran goes, we're getting 5.5, and, and the matchup here is Purdy versus, you know, one of the guys I think is the best defensive coordinator in the league, Lou Marimo and his defense, can he stop that fast-paced 49er team, make them one-dimensional where Purdy has to beat you and not McCaffrey? I think he'll do that. You know, he's very good, especially at second-half adjustments. We've seen Cincinnati's be a bet on, especially in the second half. And we've seen a little bit, uh, you know, the Cincinnati team, they did this last year too, the little slow starts. Then they come back. They they play strong in the second half. And they got a shot to do this. They got they got San Fran here, and they got Buffalo next week in a in a big rematch game there with the uh, Hamlin injury. And they pretty much they've owned Buffalo. And uh, hopefully they give Cincinnati or San Fran the good outing here. I think they'll come in full against this team. You know they do have to go on the road, but uh, they've been they've been just as good on the road as home. And we've seen, a you know, hopefully he's more healthy Burrow, probably at least 85-90% now. And that offense could get going, maybe a little bit with the run game. You know, the run game does struggle, but uh, I see some, you know, chinks in the uh, San Fran's defense armor these last couple weeks, which is really good defense. But, uh, you know, they've been giving up some yards. So I see Cincinnati maybe doing some ball control and getting any kind of... And getting anything over a field goal here uh, I think is a strong bet here with the Bengals.
0: All right. Uh, So, Cincinnati plus five-and-a-half. And, and, and boy, if Kirk Cousins without Jefferson was able to – you know, just carve up uh, the uh, second, uh, the uh, San Francisco secondary, second uh, San Francisco defense. Uh, no sacks in that game. You wonder what a rested, healthier uh, Joe Burrow will be will be able to do with a completely healthy uh, receiving core. That's part of the three o'clock or well, four o'clock Eastern window. Four games there. Another one of those four games are Browns at Seahawks. How do you make any sense of with the Browns just dominating teams defensively? And then Gardner Minshew, who looked terrible down in Jacksonville, just goes up and down the field on him. Ref stole it from this one. I thought the uh, the Colts won it four or five times, but it wasn't enough. Apparently, Browns were gifted a uh, a win there straight up, or we'd have had more survivor carnage. Here the Browns are catching three at Seattle. Seattle all of a sudden uh, in a in the hunt in the NFC West.
1: Yeah, crazy game there last week with that Colts Cleveland game. And uh, I could have used that two point conversion, actually. To, that would have helped me at the end. But, uh, you know, didn't probably deserve that game. You know, I think Cleveland was kind of reeling off. You know, that was a physical game with them in the 49ers that they had the week before. And that's why we saw the struggles with this defense. I think this defense is elite, and they're going to cause a lot of problems here. You know, you got the uh, the look ahead in this game was one and a half. Now you're getting plus three with Cleveland. Why are you getting plus three? I don't really know here. I I think it's maybe the lines makers and the betting, maybe thinking that Cleveland's offense isn't going to be able to hang with Seattle. But I see a good defensive effort and a low total. So uh, getting getting the key number of three here with a a good running attack which uh, they'll use uh, a cream hunt now mostly because that other kid Ford got hurt and you know, we've seen Chubb of course not gonna come back either so uh, but we'll see a lot of cream uh, hunt in this game and maybe even the even the backup from South Dakota State will get some action. We'll see uh, Pierre strong on that so uh, but uh, will, will Watson come back? I have confidence in the backup. He's played pretty. PJ Walker's played okay enough to uh, warrant a bet. If if Watson can't even go, you see Watson throw a couple balls there and they're just wobbling around. So maybe he's having trouble. Maybe that's the reason for the for the plus three here is is because of that. So uh, I have I have all a faith in uh, PJ Walker. So I'm not too worried about that. We've seen him play all right. You know, Seattle's poor offensive line is going to, I think, struggle against Miles Garrett and company here. We could see some turnovers over Gino, who did not play that well and against Arizona. You know, that was a ragtag game, and I survived because of that with all the others. Unfortunately, I had to take uh, that pick because I only had one left. And uh, we saw Seattle's offense struggle a little bit against that Arizona club, and uh, they're up. Uh, 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 Injured a little bit there too with Medcalf probably won't come back in this game either. So uh, I see a low low scoring defensive affair. You know, Cleveland probably win the turnover battle. So getting plus three here looks like a pretty strong bet. You know,
0: yeah, I was thinking the same thing about the total being around forty. Uh, it seemed a little bit high, and even after uh, uh the lines have been adjusted, three games over five hundred uh, for the unders uh this past week uh in the NFL. So the unders trend continues. The books cleaned up. Our friends over at Bet Rivers uh, had their biggest NFL weekend to date, a second biggest uh, NFL weekend uh, to date. So and the Vikings um, just. Just cleaned it off, uh, winning straight up, killing teasers, money line parlays, and all of that as well. So, Cleveland plus three against Seattle. Uh, PJ Walker gave him a chance to play. Uh, if Deshaun Watson was going to continue to play like he did to that point, they had no chance at uh, winning uh, that game, especially when it became a bit of a shootout uh, in Indianapolis. All right, three best bets for Randy McCabe each and every week here on the Sports Betters Paradise. For Randy McKay's professional sports gambler, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.